Listener Production. Why one picture briefly rattled markets. And find out what retailer is in focus today. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's the 24th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, 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 Laura, we're back again. We're back again, the dream team, Stevie. And unfortunately, the market has fallen to celebrate three straight days of decline. (laughs) My favourite thing to hear, not. Um, Yes, so we've fallen for three days every single day this week. So I'm not happy about it. But this follows a rough night over in the US as debt ceiling conversations remain inconclusive with the deadline fast approaching. So the ASX 200 was down over half of 1% to 7,214. So the past two weeks of gains, poof, gone, gone in three days. All of those gains, not that they were much. It was was fairly fairly modest in, in terms of those gains, but still all gone in just three days, but there's two days to go. And this is going to be something to to keep a close eye on because we're getting closer and closer to the end of the month. And we talked about this on the outset this week, that the debt ceiling conversation is still going to be a risk. So mm-hmm. they've got about a week now, the US government, uh, to reach a deal to raise this debt ceiling, the maximum amount they can borrow, because they need to make around $120 billion, this is in Aussie dollar terms, of repayments. So they have to pay $120 billion in bills on the 1st of June. So Democrats and Republicans going back and forth, negotiating, they might leave it till the last minute, but that's going to be a key risk. So every day that they delay this and there's no progress is going to probably be worse for markets. I wonder if they're sitting there like chuckling going, ha ha ha, look at the turmoil we're creating. Probably. Probably. So if these conversations don't come to a conclusion soon, we could see that continue to impact our markets in in the coming days. But looking at sector performance today, unfortunately, most of our sectors declined, but energy stocks were the standout today. The price of oil jumped overnight, but materials, that was weighed quite heavily by some of our biggest miners like BHP, Rio, Fortescue. But the bright spot was gold stocks. They performed pretty well with West African mines actually being the best performer. So that's a, a gold miner. We saw healthcare down over 1% with CSL uh, being the biggest drag there. Banks didn't do too well either, but Macquarie offset steeper losses. And we saw retailers under quite a bit of pressure again today with the likes of West Farmers and Harvey Norman declining. But we also had some news stories out from a few retailers. We did. And in the retail space today, we actually heard from clothing retailer Universal Store, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they provided an update and gave some guidance for what they're expecting in the full year. So I actually thought most people would know what this company is, but Stevie came up to me earlier today and asked if I knew this store. And in the description of what they do, it says they're a specialty retailer for youth casual apparel. So that might describe why you didn't quite know. How rude. What the uh, company was. I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> Although I have seen you in casual wear, so wearing your jeans and your vans, and that's that's kind of the, the kind of thing that they actually sell there. So you're quite in touch with this store and you didn't even know it. Wow, back, backtracking there, are you? Um, <laughs> making up for it. Cool, I'm cool now. Thanks very much, uh, Laura. <laughs> You've got a bit of a like skater boy vibe when you're casual. I used to skate, actually. Oh, really? Yep. I used to skate in high school. And what stopped you? Jiu-jitsu. You um, love jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu is my passion. 
yes, now, definitely. But I do have a knee brace on now, you which do. you've noticed because I hurt myself <laughs> training. <laughs> this which, guy just limps around the office. <laughs> I do. We call him Robo Dad. Robo Dad. It's true. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Anyway, Universal um, yes. Store, <laughs> we got sidetracked there. Uh, they provided an update today, and while they mentioned they're on track to deliver record sales this financial year, they flagged tightening trading conditions in recent months. They said April and May have been concerning months as their customers, which are primarily the younger generation, are being hit with higher inflation, which means they're spending less in stores. And Universal expects these conditions to continue into 2024. And this is yet another example of a retailer that's under pressure. Yeah, exactly. And in the, in the past week, we also heard from City Chic, we heard from Best and Less, and they both warned of a similar type of trend, even though things might be doing okay at the moment. They're noticing signs that uh, conditions are slowing down. So another underperformer today was the jewellery retailer, La Visa. Believe it or not, I have bought something there before, <laughs> um, and that was the one of the worst of the day as well. It was down about 4%. But there were plenty of other stocks in focus. One other big group were travel stocks. So we heard from Webjet today, which was up around 4%, swung back to an annual profit, made $14.5 bucks. It lost $81 million last year. It said that revenues more than doubled as well. So there's plenty of pent-up demand post COVID and that hasn't gone away. It expects that to continue. It's not paying a dividend though, but hasn't paid one since December, 2021. So didn't seem to hurt the stock. And Qantas, which just yesterday flagged a record profit of at least $2.4 billion this year, benefited again today with a a, a 2% lift on the market. Brainchip was back in focus again today. They posted losses despite revealing they've secured a US patent for its chip system. So the patent is considered to be a valuable IP, so intellectual property asset, to block competitors from adopting its style of learning. But it seems yesterday's news still outshined what happened today. Yeah, they've got a patent, but it doesn't compare to the company CEO saying no one's happy with Brainchip's current performance and their products just aren't right and they aren't making money. So they fell almost 18% yesterday and they're down another three and a half today. And talking about AI, a couple (laughs) of days ago, there was an an image. I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure you did. I did. An image of an explosion at the Pentagon in the US. It started making the rounds on social media. It went viral. The US share market briefly fell as well. And it turned out to be fake. It was AI generated. And it didn't take long before some experts jumped in online and said, that's fake. The fence doesn't look like that around the Pentagon. Mm -hmm. The building looks wrong. But I think this is an interesting warning of perhaps what might come for investors. And you should just be aware of this, that I guess in the next five, 10 years, when the technology gets better and better, it's going to be a confusing time to know what's real and what's not. That's absolutely right. I think I read an article that said that AI is dangerous or something along those lines. So that's quite one way to put it, but I guess it is a a scary time, but also an exciting time. Exactly. There were lots of other stocks in focus too. We heard from car dealership owner Eagers Automotive, uh, which fell about 5%. Now, it said that demand for vehicles are continuing to outpace supply. The only problem is the reason for that, or one of the reasons. One of the reasons is that they're just not able to get enough cars into the country That's why demand is still outpacing supply. So there are port delays, there are biosecurity issues. So this is continuing to uh, create a bit of difficulty for the group and perhaps the reason why it fell about 5%. 
If we look ahead to tonight, of course, top of mind will be debt ceiling talks once again. So we'll see when we wake up in the morning if there's been any progress there. We'll also get the meeting minutes from the Federal Reserve, so from their last meeting when they had that interest rate hike. So put a bit more colour onto that. And we'll hear from NVIDIA overnight as well. They're an AI computing company, so they'll post profit results. And then tomorrow in Australia, a few things on. There'll be a few things to watch, probably nothing that's really market moving, but we do get South32 and Costa Group holding annual general meetings. So it obviously happens once a year. Anyone can actually go and access this from just logging into the website and you can register and you can basically listen to what the leadership team is saying about the company. So that's always an interesting one. And then we've also got quite a few companies trading ex-dividend, the cutoff for who gets paid a div. So New Farm, Orica and Aristocrat Leisure will be three of them. We do get an update on jobs. It's a detailed look at uh, employment. This is for the month of April. Interesting for economists, but it's not really the, the type of thing that's likely to move the share market tomorrow. I'm sure Ryan and Craig will be going through it with a fine-tooth comb, Stevie. Look <laughs> forward to what they produce out of that. I'm sure that will be the highlight of, uh, of their week, potentially. Yes. Before we get some important figures on spending on Friday and inflation in the US on Friday, which will be even more exciting. Even more exciting and potentially market moving. Potentially. Well, on that note, have a great evening, everyone. We'll catch you again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.